Hello, everybody. Andy Jacob here with the .com Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. And I have a show I've been waiting for for a number of weeks. I'm really excited about this show. And if you watch the show, which we hope you do religiously, you know that we love talking about all things digital. We love talking about global marketplaces. And one thing that, of course, really leads the way in so many different ways is the gaming space. I mean, gamers and gaming, I mean, it's a multi-billion dollar industry, of course. And from gaming comes so much technology. And then from technology comes so many new opportunities for gamers. So it's a great, great ecosystem. We've been able to invite one of the leaders in the gaming space on the show today. His name is JT Newen. And he, of course, is the CEO. You're not even going to believe who he is the CEO of. It's GameFlip. And if you're a gamer, you know about GameFlip. Everybody's talking about it. They're a global digital marketplace for gamers. And let me tell you, they do an incredible job. It's such a great journey that JT has had uh, as a first-generation uh, type of an entrepreneur coming through his family. We're going to talk about that as well. But JT, it's a real honor to have you on the show today. Thanks, Andy. I'm very excited to join you, and I really appreciate the time. All right, well, let's go. Everybody that's in gaming, they know about GameFlip. I mean, you're a household name. You really have this digital global marketplace for gamers. But before we get started, because we have so many questions, of course, let's pull the lens back to 30,000 feet. Tell everybody watching the show who maybe isn't a gamer about what GameFlip is, what you do, and why it's so important to the gamer ecosystem. Sure, Andy. To put it simply, we are a marketplace that allows gamers to safely and simply buy and sell anything that they can trade. Let's take a step back. There are 3 billion gamers in this world. That's a third of the world population. We provide value for every single gamer out there. Our track record speaks for itself. We've actually transacted over 140 million in sales. We have 6 million gamers in our database and 20,000 near five-star app reviews. Really, really excited about the passionate gamers that support us on a daily basis. Yeah, JT, JT, it's so awesome. Of course, you have 6 million in the database, but there's 3 billion gamers out there. So the opportunity for what you do at the company is really remarkable in terms of its growth strategy and how many more people you're bringing into your platform. It's super interesting. So let's talk about it. Let's break it down. What types of people come in? What do they want to do on the platform? How do they do it? How do they get engaged? Yeah, so we have to take a little talk about the history of gaming and how it's changed over time to fully understand this picture. The last major change in the industry was when games became free to play and gamers can just play them, download them, but at the same time to really enhance your experience, you have to purchase things to customize your characters, to save time. And what happened here was when you purchase these items, it's great utility when they're inside the game. But the problem is when you actually want to go to another game, what happens? All these items get locked within that game. And what we wanted to do was empower gamers to really get back control to buy and sell those items just like they used to in the physical world with the discs. So that's what GameFlip is all about. 
And we can talk about tech in a minute, but that's really our vision, to give gamers full ownership and the ability to freely and simply trade what they actually should own. Yeah, I love it. It's such a sort of interesting look that you and your team have about the gaming space. And again, it's 3 billion gamers, you know, almost half of the world's population. I think they just announced there's 8 billion people in the world. Soon there's going to be 8 billion gamers. Everybody loves the game. When we think about it, let, let's talk about it a little bit because you have a very unique look at partnerships and you're also teaming up with some studios and doing some very interesting things as well, JT. How important are the partnerships within the space, within the gaming space, to your evolution and to your success and future growth? Yeah, that's a very good question, Andy. First, let's talk about where this industry is headed. Uh, because of the technology available now with blockchain, what does that allow us to do? It allows every single game developer to really give the ability for gamers to own items and then transact them. And so that's really important in terms of partnerships for GameFlip. We are a platform that already enables gamers to buy and sell things simply and safely. And now we've added on a layer of abstraction with blockchain to help game developers power this entire ecosystem of commerce. So partnerships are essential for the growth of both the ecosystem itself as well as GameFlip. And we're building an entire suite of tools for all these game developers entering the Web3 world. Yeah, super cool, JT. JT. Of course, there's collectibles. I mean, you know, yes. you can collect anything. I mean, there's people that like sports. There's people that like art. There's people that like robots and, you know, outer space things and all kinds of crazy and fun sort of digital types of collectibles. And one of the ways in which, of course, that digital collectible and collections is taking place is through the blockchain. Let's talk about how GameFlip is sort of helping that market become more of a mature market or will help that market become a more mature market throughout the years. Yeah, collectibles are a sub-segment of, I would say, gaming items. Uh, as you mentioned, they could be customizable items, they could be branded collectibles. For GameFlip itself, we are a marketplace that allows you to buy and sell anything including all these collectibles. So end of the day, what is the utility of that collectible for you? Uh, it could be based on the market itself. So for us, it doesn't matter. We support any technology that the collectible is built upon, any blockchain. I don't want to get into the weeds, but currently the largest blockchains are Polygon, Binance, Solana. Those are the ones supporting this gaming ecosystem, flow, and collectible ecosystem. And those are the ones we're starting with. But taking a step back, we don't want gamers to have to worry about any of this stuff, right? You come onto our platform, you buy and sell a collectible like using a credit card to buy on Amazon. You don't need to know what chain is it on, what cryptocurrency I need to buy and sell with. We abstract all that away and we make it a very seamless, simple transaction for you. And you just gain value from, you know, your collectible additions. Yeah, super cool, JT, of course. People wonder, like, what can I sell? Well, you know, there's in-game items that can be sold and bought. There's video games. There's gift cards, of course. Video games uh, are very, very powerful with yes. in the game flip process. One thing that I love, you offer a guarantee. So when people come on the platform, it's sort of a no-brainer. It's a no-risk proposition, right? 
Yes, that's correct. So we have a game flip guarantee. We make sure whatever you purchase is what the listing was. Otherwise, you get your money back. We take all of the risk in this transaction, both for the buyer and seller. Uh, so if the seller sends the item and the buyer used a fraudulent credit card, of course, GameFlip will reimburse the seller. The reverse is the same for the buyer. Hence, you know, we protect both sides of the world. But of course, we've built a very robust technology platform. That's really the core of what our team does. And we can talk about that in a minute. But it's really, we've invested millions of dollars worth into this platform to make it very, very simple for legitimate buyers and sellers and very, very difficult for fraudulent users. I love it. Let's talk about your team because a company like this doesn't get built without, of course, great leadership, but equally as important, a great team, right? And we always talk about that on the show, as you know, JT, from watching the show all the time, we always talk about teamwork. We talk about teams. We talk about how important it is to have the right people on the ship to ship off and be shaped up to make a great, incredible company. Let's talk about your team. How yeah. great do you feel your team is? How do you get such great people on your team to work on your process, to work on your API, to work on your platform? Yes, thanks, Andy. It all comes from the core. Uh, my CTO and co-founder, Terry and myself, we've, we met at Stanford as graduate students. That's really where the relationship started building between the two of us. And since then, this is actually our third startup in the gaming space. We sold our first one, which was a game publishing business, which grew to over $100 million in revenue. So over the years, we've been able to build a core team that has skill sets across the board. You know, he focuses on the technology and the product. I focus on the operations, marketing, sales, finance. We complement ourselves. We have a team of uh, about a dozen here in Silicon Valley. Each of us have 10 to 20 years of experience building companies. And then we have this exciting team in Latam, our passionate gamers that runs all of our operations. I travel globally to open offices in Sao Paulo, in Berlin. I've traveled to Korea, Japan, you know, so a worldwide traveler finding the best talent around the world to work with us. And we're a distributed team. It works extremely well. Yeah, I love it so much, JT. We speak about it all the time, especially for the younger entrepreneurs watching the show. Rewind what JT just said, because there's some very, very sage advice there. Because when people are looking at a company, when people are investing in a company or you're out, you know, trying to get an investment in your company, the first thing they ask about now is your team. So you have to have a great team. And one thing that you mentioned with you and your co-founder, JT, is you have complementary skill sets. In other words, you both bring something to the table that the other one didn't bring. How important has that been in the evolution of GameFlip? That's been extremely important in the evolution of every single company we've ever built. And one of the pieces of advice you know, I would like to give is really you got to look at yourself and figure out what do you really are passionate about building and what are you really good at, what you're really not good at, and then determine what do you want to fill in the gaps because no single person can handle every piece of a startup. You know, it's a marathon, it's an uphill battle, and you need a team to back you up in the bad times, in the good times. Everyone knows that. Uh, and you know, we'll talk more about 
kind of my advice for entrepreneurs in a bit, but I think that's just building a good core, strong team that can support you over the long haul is essential for success. Yeah, it's great advice. Let's talk about you because you have a very interesting journey, a family journey that I know you're very proud of. And when I heard about it, I was very interested in hearing about it. I know our viewers will be as well. Tell us a little bit about just the family journey and sort of how you got here today to being the CEO of, of course, GameFlip. Yeah, we were an immigrant family. I grew up in Vietnam and my parents, you know, they made the leap, even though they were super conservative, they made the choice to escape this country and take us to the U.S. Um, we almost didn't make it on a fishing boat towards Malaysia, but for some goodwill, good luck, we made it. And my parents came here. They worked multiple jobs, working their way up, showing me the path of what really hard work and focus can do. And that kind of created the baseline for my perspective in life and, and work ethic. For me, hard work is a given, you know, and the opportunities provided by this country, by the world that I met at Stanford, it just ignited this passion inside me. And I just feel like I'm the luckiest guy in the world, whether things go well or, or things go, you know, the opposite way with your startup. It's just part of life, and it's a challenge that everyone can face and have fun with. Yeah, I love it, JT. It's so powerful. It's a great story, and it's inspirational. Let's talk about the future. I mean, we look at gaming. It's changed. As you've mentioned, it's yes. changed already. It's gone through a number of different sort of periods, a number of different iterations. And, you know, I look at you as a futurist, and I wanted to ask you, what's it look like? In the future, I mean, where does gaming go? I know that you you can't really say exactly where it goes, but what's your team's idea about where all of this goes into the future? Because you have to be thinking about it with with GameFlip. Yes, thank you for that question. First of all, gaming itself is so diverse, right? We have gamers playing console games, mobile games, PC games, you name it. They're playing board games. The key for me is not the type of game that they're playing. The key concept here that's changing within gaming really is, can you really own what you earn within the game or what you purchase? That is actually changing both on a technological perspective as well as a business perspective. Companies like EA and Ubisoft going out and saying, hey, you can now actually own these items that you purchase. That is an evolutionary statement from a game publisher. That's never happened before if you read their terms of service. So that's happening and it is facilitated by blockchain technology, which has always been around. I mean, we've been using it for four or five years and we've seen it evolve. It's now commercial grade, it's now public, widespread and has billions of dollars of investments. That's supporting the ability for gamers to own, no matter what game you play. Doesn't matter, a mobile game, you have a skin, an MMO within a PC game, you know, you have characters. That's the huge, massive change. Just think about it. When you go buy anything physical, you own it, you can hold it, you can store it, you can resell it. But why do you not own it when you buy a digital in-game item? It makes no sense except game developers were scared about the technology wasn't ready, the concepts behind it. They weren't 
really fully understanding how to manage this ecosystem. That's where GameFlip steps in. We're now building a toolkit for game developers to create, distribute, sell, empower everything around this so they don't have to think about it. What do they need to do? They need to focus on making a really fun game that's engaging, right? And that's what we want them to do. And we want to become that core part of the new ecosystem for Web3. I love it. It's so interesting and so cool. You know, I'm an old guy. I mean, I'm older than the dirt that I walk on outside. And when I started, you know, games, I, it was probably Pong. I mean, it was so long ago. Uh, I think the first gaming, you know, opportunity was in the late 60s. And believe me, I'm that old to remember that. So let's talk about it for, for the older people watching the show now. People play games. Sometimes they buy things within the game. Traditionally, the things that they buy just stay in the game. I mean, they're just part of the game. They don't own that asset. They don't own that piece of digital something, that digital asset. Now, with blockchain, again, I'm trying to paraphrase this for the old people like me that really don't get it. Now they can actually own what they buy. Is that the idea? That is exactly the idea. And they can just store it in their own wallet, just like you put your money in your wallet and you can just resell whatever you would want. That's the revolutionary evolutionary idea that's happening within gaming now. And we believe that's really going to have to be the future. It balances interest for everybody, game developers, gamers, parties like us that are building infrastructure for this commerce. Yeah, very interesting. You know, getting ready for the show, JT. I mean, I looked at Roblox and Fallout 76 and Rocket League and Rust and Fortnite. And I want to put you on the spot a little bit here. And I don't even know if you can answer it because you want to be fair to all the games. Do you have a couple of games in your world or a couple of games that you grew up with or a couple of favorite games that you think, you know, really helped shape your entrepreneurial journey uh, into GameFlip, JT? Sure, Andy. I grew up in the console world with Sega, Genesis, Sonic, Mario Brothers. That's really where I started getting involved. And I, I think every single boy out there playing games when you're like three, four, five years old, you got to look back and say, this really shaped your world. I love it because it's constantly changing and it gets immersive, the metaverse, gaming. It's every aspect of change that you deal with, that you see, and the innovation, creativity. It is a world dominated by both creativity, technology, and business all into one. And that's why I love being in this space for the last 15 years. Yeah, I love it. And of course, you mentioned the metaverse. That's you know on everybody's tongue. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's looking at it. Everyone's trying to figure it out. Everyone's trying to see where it's going to go, what it's going to lead to, what types of changes that it's going to make. And where do you see it going? What's, what's your sort of big idea with regard to the metaverse and where it all goes in terms of how GameFlip continues to make a giant impact in the spaces that you serve? Yeah, people use the word metaverse as a very large kind of uh, unknown term. Personally, for me, I believe the metaverses already exist within games like Fortnite, Grand Theft Auto. The concept for me is you are in a world, immersive world that is not your own physical world where you're interacting. You're spending a lot of time with entertainment and enjoyment and perhaps even some commerce. 
and it is a world that you enjoy being in. And for me, there can be many of these worlds, and in the future, they can be connected, which is earth-shattering to think about. You're going from one world to the next world, and the representation of yourself can be the same, right? Your character, your outfits, what you do for a living, people actually recognize you from your metaverse character or whatever it is versus your physical world. And that concept can be a crazy concept. And I'm no expert on the metaverse, but for me, I think that's where things are headed. I think there's a lot of engagement in some of these worlds that are being built. Uh, technology is still trying to catch up to make sure, you know, you can get the hundreds of thousands to millions of gamers interacting at once or people, not just gamers, of course. Wow. So powerful. Uh, one of our viewers asked me to ask a question when I brought somebody on that has the expertise to answer it. So let's talk about technology and let's talk about gaming. Okay. Yes. Does technology drive gaming or are new innovations in gaming driving technology? Which way yes. does it work? I don't think technology is driving gaming per se. I think what drives gaming is really engagement uh, within the game itself. Uh, people talk about core game loops and how fun and exciting the game is. It is not easy to build engagement in games. And once you do it, and you can scale it to millions and millions of people. Then you look at the business model, and then you look at the types of technologies that can enhance the business and the engagement. That's my perspective. I just think technology has now surpassed what the business has looked for, and the business is catching up with the business model. And that's amazing because technology is constantly evolving. As I know, my background is you know, computer networking, engineering, and I love that aspect of, you know, always being on top and, and leveraging the best of class technology for your business. Wow. I love it so much. Great answer. Wow. I mean, I'm so happy we have you on the show. You cut out a certain amount of time and it's been an honor to have you on the show. Before I let you go, I would be remiss not to give you an opportunity to talk to the younger entrepreneurs. So, so many younger entrepreneurs take the lead from our successful CEOs and founders that we have on the show. So for the younger entrepreneurs, JT, that are watching the show, that maybe are having a tough time, and we all have tough times, what advice can you give to those entrepreneurs that are maybe facing a little challenge? Maybe they're hitting a roadblock. Maybe they have a wall they can't quite get through, or maybe they freeze in the frame a little bit. From your past experience of your evolution of becoming this entrepreneur as a leader at GameFlip, what type of advice can you give for them? Yeah, Andy, I have a couple points that are, I think are really important based on my decades worth of experience as an entrepreneur. Number one is I think you got to find the passion. Now, everyone always says that. And sometimes it could mean the passion of the industry you're in, the product you're building. But passion is a perspective for me. It could be on a daily basis you tackled something that was so challenging that took you four weeks to complete. Then you find the passion in completing that or the passion in working with your own team. So it comes back to the perspective of passion driving the energy and the motivation behind what you do. Uh, and it doesn't always have to be, I'm in the gaming space, I'm passionate about it. Just keep that perspective in mind. 
The second thing is, just like the study they did for people, you know, in their 90s, 100s, forget about everything you cannot control. There's so much noise out there today. Look at LinkedIn, look at Facebook. You're comparing yourself against guys, one in a billion, that took a company public. It doesn't matter. Does that really affect anything that you could do for your company, for your team, you know, on a daily, weekly, monthly basis? Too much noise, turn it off, focus on what you can actually control. I think that's so important these days, right? Given all the noise and social media out there, it is difficult to do, but you got to do it. I love it. What great advice. I mean, I love it so much. The passion position. And then, of course, clearing out your head a little bit, not getting all enthralled with all the what you call noise, not so much comparing yourself to others all the time. Look at your own world. Look at things you can control, like JT says, and your life will be better. Your business life will be better. Your personal life will be better. I bet your relationships will be better just by following JT's simple advice. JT, what a great interview. I already know I'm going to bring you back on the show. I'm going to bring you on for a full hour because we haven't even started unpacking everything. But And of course, you have a great investment opportunity going on at Start Engine right now, of course. You can invest in GameFlip today if you're watching the show, of course, the leading marketplace powered by advanced technology that ensures simple, safe transactions for all things digital. What a great opportunity to get involved. What a great interview. And thanks so much for coming on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today. Thank you very much, Andy. Pleasure to speak with you. Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series.